Hello everyone, it's Fahed from Sea Fruit Panel. We're doing another one of our interview episodes today and I'm very glad to be joined by Timia Gondosh. She is a illustrator currently based in London, but is originally from a beautiful Budapest in Hungary. Her work is mainly focused on positivity, mental health, environmental issues, social relations, self-acceptance, discovery and development. And she is currently working on a self-help workbook written and illustrated by her while also running an online merchandise shop on the side. Hello, Timia. How are you doing today? Hi, thank you for having me, first of all. I'm I'm doing great. Thank you very much. How are you? I'm I'm doing very well, thank you. I just wanted to start off the discussion with some of the projects that you are working on at the moment. So could you tell us a little bit about the self-help workbook that you're working on? I believe it's called Making Peace With Everyone. Yes, exactly. So I started this book as part of my degree. And the sample of the book was my graduation project. So one third of the book is done already. And so it's a self-help workbook, uh, heavily illustrated. It focuses focuses on how to deal with our social environment. It targets poor connections with anyone around us. It could be our friends, our family, colleagues, anyone. So it's a pretty general idea of dealing with social relations. Okay. And when I was reading about the book online, you said you had the advice given it uh, in the book is being looked over by a psychologist. So I was just wondering how that relationship came about in terms of how you developed the tactics and strategies that, that that were in the book as well. So this book was inspired by my own experiences. We all had a very hard time during the first and second lockdowns and everything. And well, I had time to look inside and reflect on myself and my actions. And I realized that even if it was a hard to swallow pill, I had personality traits and behaviors I really should have changed. So that was the origin of it. And then I started to research how uh, how can we make better connections with our environment. And then it just I just decided to do a book about it. So it took a lot of research and I was trying to use resources used by psychologists and uh, actually the story of me meeting this person is is very interesting because i met her randomly in a coffee shop and i just heard through a conversation that uh, that she's a psychologist and i just randomly went up to her and told her yeah actually i'm working on this book and would you be interested to to see it and help me with that and i know it's very out of nowhere but she was very helpful, very kind. And then we arranged a meeting and she looked through the concept. She looked through the exercises that they fit their purpose. And she definitely approved of it. That's really, that's really good, actually, kind of making these connections with people. And uh, it's surprising how helpful people want to be. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, if you, if, you, if you ask for help, they're quite prepared to give it. So you mentioned it's about a third of the way finished how long do you think it will take you to complete the book and what do you think uh, you know, kind of what the plans for it? are you going to self-publish it or is it something that you're going to be pitching to publishers what's what's kind of the, the plan going forward 
Yeah, I already started to approach publishers. I want to get it published by a publisher. However, I that's why I'm not I don't really want to say too many details. Okay. Because I I'm still looking for a deal. Yeah. But I have some publishers already interested in it. I think obviously I would like to do it full time, but for now I can't. So it's going to take a little longer. I think it's going to take another year to finish it. Okay, sure. And I, I know you, you mentioned you don't want to mention, give away too many details of what's going on in the book, but is it going to be kind of a mixture of comics and prose and exercises? Is that kind of the general idea of what, what the what's going to go in, into the book? Yeah, so what I can say is that it's going to be very heavily illustrated. And my illustrations are very... Uh, has a very child-friendly style, I would say. So it's going to be very different to anything else that's out there. And uh, I also have lead character of the book, which kind of represents, in a way, me as well, but it's a very average girl. So it can be related to to too many, too many young women. So the book targets mainly young adults, young women. And that kind of could be the link and connection to comics that I have this lead character throughout the book and the exercises. Okay, that's, that sounds really exciting. Another project that I, I saw mentioned on, on your website was Poppy's Adventure, which looks like a illustrated children's book. Are you in a position to talk about that? Yes. Yes, that was a, a last year project. And I really wanted to finish that book, but I didn't get there yet. So I'm looking to finish that later on. But I'm just very in- invested in this workbook right now. Okay, that's that sounds fair enough. So you kind of mentioned your art style in one of the previous answered and art answers and how it's very appealing to children. I had a look on your website and you've You've got a variety and on, on, and on your Instagram as well. And you've got a variety of different art styles that you employ, kind of depending on the story that you want to tell. I was kind of very interested in the difference you've got between the art style you employ in your social commentary work versus your children's work and, and your comics work. So I was just wondering what the thought process behind employing those different art styles were. The thing is, I'm, I can get bored very easily with drawing the same character and the same style again and again. I'm always looking for something new. I love to experiment. So I'm settling with a couple of different styles by now, but I don't think I'm going to be the person who sticks to one. I need the variety. I I'm, I'm love exploring. I just need that. Yeah, I think that's very... That's very interesting. We had Will McPhail and he usually draws, you know, one page comic gags for a magazine and he had to, he had to draw an entire graphic novel. And the thing that he found most difficult was the discipline that's required to draw the same character over and over and over again. And he longed for the freedom to just be able to experiment and draw weird faces that didn't have to have that consistency. Is that something that you've found a bit challenging work with your love of experimentation, you know, with both Poppy's adventure and making peace with everyone having that consistent consistency in, in, in drawing the same character? Yeah, actually, I think practice makes perfect <laughs> in a way. Uh, it was really hard with Poppy's. 
I struggled a lot to keep the correct character consistent. But with this one, I actually created the character in a way where it's very easy for me to draw. And as I do it, it's, uh, she's very similar. You can see that from the cover and compare it to my um, comics and Instagram, that they are very similar style-wise so so I think that's there's something that because I'm practicing it within, within my comics as well something very similar that's why that's why it's getting easier now but I absolutely understand I heard that um, interview you had and I absolutely understand what he was talking about it's interesting how uh, different artists approach things so just looking at your your art process what tools do you use to create your art or do you work with analog tools, with paint, uh, paper and ink, or do you use a lot of digital tools? Mainly I'm working with digital and I also to work with Procreate. I find that very practical and very easy to use and you can create great quality work, I think. Also, I do some retouching in Photoshop and other Adobe softwares, but uh, yeah, mainly digital. I do some paintings. I have some canvases. I do some paintings on clothing, but they are very personal projects for now. Yeah. So in terms of working digitally, I had a previous guest and he, the way that he prefers to work is that he uses a tablet device and procreate and he will just go out into a park and start sketching and drawing and, and stuff like that. And then he'll only go back into his studio to do the final touching up. Is that quite similar to what you do in terms of, do you have like, you go into your studio, you've got your tech set up there and start creating there. How do you go about, you know, when you are creating, how do you kind of go about doing it? Yeah, I actually tried this going to the park and drawing there, sketching their thing. It, it, it works, but I don't find myself to be very productive outside. Okay. I like to be in a comfort of my own home. But yeah, like the the works, especially the comics, I draw them from experiences. So those are like situations or thoughts that I, I came across. And yeah, just when I just get home after a certain situation, I'm just catching it up and they're just going from there. Uh, yeah, that's, that, yeah, that's, I think, I, I think that's quite a common process in terms of people do like their drawings quite hard and I think you do need to you know find a com comfortable spot to do it in so whether that's in a park or in a studio I think it's, it's it's I think it's a little bit more common to find it in people creating in a studio so you know you kind of mentioned with in your previous answer about your comics being inspired by things that you've observed in the real world I was just wondering what your scripting process is like do you when you're writing a comic do you do you write out a script beforehand or is it very much drawing the panels from something that you've got inside your head do you do you write anything down at all or is it very much more yeah I, I improvise a lot yeah <laughs> i'm not really planning the thing with me is that i as i said that i'm losing interest very easily in drawing again and again the same character it's something to do with comics as well I can't really go over four frames. Yeah. It's just something I like to keep things very easy and simple. And and sometimes I just do I just put all my thoughts in one frame and all whatever I want to express. So it's basically just an illustration. The stories which need to be told within more than one illustration that's usually after four frames for me that's really curious that you say that you want to keep it simple by 
just keeping it to, to four frames. I find when I'm writing stuff, just keeping down to four frames is uh, four panels is incredibly difficult. Uh, and I think it's it's really challenging just to, to have that conciseness with the dialogue and with with the action to make sure that you're, you're telling a, a complete story within that that four frames is that something that comes quite naturally to you is it something that you have to have quite a lot of discipline in in terms of like maintaining that that full frame you know sometimes yeah it really depends on the situation but sometimes when it's a more complicated story or yeah there's there's a lot more to say it's a little hard how to plan out those those four panels or frames but uh, i don't know for some reason i just i'm just stuck with this four rule <laughs> okay, that's, that's really curious. I always find it really int- uh, fascinating when creators set themselves. It doesn't sound you're setting yourself an arbitrary limit, but it just it seems like that that's like a, a pattern that you've fallen into that you seem to quite enjoy creating in. So that's that's always quite, kind of quite fascinating to me uh, when 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 creators uh, fall into that pattern. Do you think you'll uh, eventually experiment with with longer form narratives that will? require you to to move before beyond like the four panels or is that something you're 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 kind of like quite comfortable with at the moment at the moment i'm i'm comfortable with it but we will see how it goes because obviously i'm just doing it now as um as as a hobby as a fine thing so i'm focusing on the book mainly but who knows if it gets um successful and people can relate to it and then I might do might do longer ones. I might do a publication, a comic book. So we will see what the future holds. Just wanted to ask you about your your art influences as well. With the just focusing on on the comics stuff and the illustration work, where what are your main influences in terms of you know the, the line work that you're using? And I, I also really enjoy the the coloring that you employ as well so i was just wondering where those those influences came from in terms of developing developing that i worked a lot on my character (laughs) i really did work a lot because i think many many artists can relate that it's in the beginning you're struggling a lot to find your style and i was desperately searching for it (laughs) i really was so it took a long time until i came up with this character and then when I drew it, I just knew this is it. And then I just wanted to tell all the stories with this character. So I'm, I'm actually not very aware of other comic artists because it really didn't interest me personally until I started to see this young upcoming webcomic artist, mainly on Instagram. So I love the comics of uh, Sarah Anderson, Watabini, Planet Prudence. I don't know, I probably didn't pronounce it right, sorry. <laughs> so these funny, very single line, very simple comics, they have similar style. Like they, It's just a few panels. It's telling the story very quickly. So they kind of inspired me to start my own and tell my own stories. Yeah, that, I think that's, I think it's really interesting where people get their inspiration to start drawing. And I think you're actually the first person that's mentioned webcomics 
as kind of like the the the, the spot that lit, lit lit the fire a lot of the well to be fair most of the, the the guys that i've interviewed have been men and they you know they've got men of a certain age that you know read kind of superhero comics or 2018 yeah. and and that sort of thing so it's kind of it's really <laughs> it's really refreshing to come across someone who's interesting comic came around web comics and i think that probably explain explains a little bit why you enjoy using the the, the four fat the four yeah. panel frame as 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 well so yeah i kind of uh, i thought that i'm gonna be outstanding a little bit because i'm not really into these marvel comics and all that I, i'm just it's not nothing against them they're great and in university, we like studied about them as well. And there were many people fascinated by them. It's just action in general as a genre is just personally not for me. So probably this is why I wasn't inspired them by them in the past. I think that's, abs- I mean, it's absolutely fair enough. People are, are interested in different yeah. things. And I think the beautiful thing about literature and fiction and movies and comic books and music is that there are genres and styles and stories for everyone and i think it is you know especially in in the west i think you know graphic novels and comics have been lumped in with the superhero genre which is it's fine it's a fantastic genre um, a lot of people get out of it but you know if you if you you look in france or japan there's such a variety of stories being told and i think it's really important that we recognize that comics are more than just superhero comics and that's something that uh, i hope in you know in, in england and in united states is gonna come more to the floor so i mean i know you're you're from hungary what's what's the what's that the comic book scene out there if you've got any knowledge of that at all is it are there any uh hungarian comic book creators that we should be keeping an eye on or is it very much yeah i don't know what kind of the the cultural landscape is out in hungary so um if you could talk about a little bit about that as well yeah unfortunately um i'm not sure about that (laughs) i don't really know i only heard even back at home i only heard about these action comics which i wasn't interested in and i'm trying to think and there was one comic i think i read when i was a kid and it was called witch and it was about i think a girl witch like a little little girl witch or something and then i think that was the only comic i came across at home <laughs> okay so that's that's really uh interesting. i mean i mean i don't know if if, if you're going to be planning on going back there but it probably would be quite interesting to go you know because every uh, country's got its own comic book and graphic novel culture yeah. it's just uh sometimes it's a bit of a struggle to find it over the noise of uh, the, the american comic scene so um you uh, as i understand you're mostly working on uh solo projects at the moment is that yes. correct yeah okay so would like collaborating with um, other creators is that something that appeals to you at all in terms of working with other artists or other writers is that something that um you're interested in or you kind of are you still kind of looking to experiment and find uh ways of telling your own yeah stories? i haven't really had the chance yet to work with others i had a, a couple of smaller collaborations but uh, i'm definitely open for it yeah it's always interesting because a lot of comic because comics as you know are really difficult yeah. to make so having having help with from other people to with different uh, aspects in terms of if they're doing the coloring or the inking or or the writing i think is is definitely um a good thing to have sometimes but it also does multiply the 
complications in terms of how to organize everything and making sure that everyone's delivering their work on time and all that all that other sort of thing that comes with uh doing things uh <laughs> in in a team um so you, what i wanted to uh, also ask you about you you kind of mentioned the themes of you already talked a little bit about uh, mental health i was just wondering uh you also mentioned in in your bio kind of about environmental issues um what what kind of draw, draw uh what kind of attracts you to kind of like telling stories about those issues so at the moment i'm mainly highlighting this um this vegan movement as myself as i gained a lot more awareness about the issue um i became vegan as well and i would like to um inspire others as well but i'm also as just we just we just mentioned the collaboration thing i'm looking to um collaborate with uh, charities or or um or groups who who has to focus on on the the climate change the the this whole vegan movement and um also social issues i was approaching um charities who were caring about um orphan children if if we could collaborate and work together so i'm really really looking into these problems to see where can i help really as that's that's very commendable i think you you need to find projects that you're passionate about because creating arts is difficult and you need to have kind of the correct motivation so you know reaching out to organizations to see if you can help with your art i think is definitely a really good thing i used to volunteer for uh an art center and they did a lot of uh outreach work in terms of like running arts workshops with people recovering from homelessness and you can just see firsthand the the, the benefit that, that those people um kind of uh got got from it so uh you kind of mentioned uh, a few of your fam- favorite um comics uh creators already a lot of them are kind of um web comics so i was just wondering uh are you reading any uh comic books or, or graphic novels at the moment or is it just kind of uh purely uh the web comics and if you are which which reg- web web comics would you recommend our listeners check out yeah, so mainly yeah, web comics only for me. Yeah, personally. Uh, yeah. So one... um, yeah, so I, yeah, sorry, uh, just before I, um, so, sorry to cut across your eyes. Where do you where do you find them? Um, are you using things like Webtoon or is it um just like recommendations? How do you come across good web comics to read? Because there's so many out there at the moment. How do you discover yeah, them? Yeah, I come across them very randomly, but. If I want to be entirely honest, I'm mainly seeing them, reading them on Instagram. So, oh, okay. so that's sure. when I get some artists suggested and I check out their work and they do some amazing work. So that's how I, how I mainly explore them. Okay, so sorry. Um, uh, I, yeah, I've, you, you was going to talk about um, which which comics comics you're reading at the moment as well. Sorry to, to interrupt right. you like that. Um, I think the main artist i could say is her uh, she's in um instagram as well what's up beanie uh, she's very funny yeah. very adorable 
amazing facial expressions like that's just amazing so that would be one i would really recommend for for a little giggle or a laugh and i know i've never heard of it before what kind of what what's that about is she does she do kind of random ca- characters it kind of um, an ongoing she's drawing narrative? herself and her life experiences yeah. as well but she can i think her comics are great because of the facial expressions she can draw like they are just they are just next level <laughs> i think so they they're very very funny but yeah it's on it's based on her own experiences and life and memories and all that okay that's that sounds uh, definitely one to check out and are there any other web, web comics that you'd kind of recommend or does nothing come to mind yeah kind of, uh... another uh, lady i could mention is um plena prudence i really hope i'm pronouncing it right so her um like she's on instagram as well and uh she's focusing a lot on uh, body image and um, trying to focus on self-esteem and um, I think she's very very inspiring like her comics are funny as well and her illustrations but it just gives you shows you the raw truth of the human body and I think that's very fascinating to see that she can put that through with humor Okay, that's uh, that's definitely another one that I'll be checking. We have we have reviewed like web comics in the past, but they've mostly been on either webtoons or you know one of these other kind of like Korean or Japanese inspired websites that you that you kind of get where there's kind of manga manga or anime inspired artwork. So it's 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 quite good that getting recommendations for other comic books, well other comics creators to check out. So some of um, your artwork is kind of quite cartoony. I was just wondering if you know if there was any kind of animation influences in the way that you're creating your work at the moment. I know you've done a, a couple of um, animations that are up on your website. Are there any cartoons from your childhood that uh, that influence your work now, or even uh, animations that you've watched as, That's a very as an good adult? Question. Because I, when I got interested in animation, I was dreaming about that. I'm going to work in the Disney studio one day. <laughs> yeah. And I love, I love uh, Disney and Pixar animations, animation films. They're very great. And when I got into university, then we slowly obviously started to learn about these techniques. And then I had to realize that this is not for me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. What made you realize, yeah. what made you realize that? The, I have no patience for animation. Okay, sure. <laughs> Honestly, it's very great. And I really, I have so much respect for all the animators out there. They have so, so, so much patience. I don't have it. <laughs> so, yeah, I I am fine with animation, doing short loops, maybe maybe some very, very short animation, like a, under a half a minute. But this year I created a longer one. I think it was one and a half minutes and I was struggling yeah. <laughs> so much. I mean, I kind I learned the technique and I knew how to do it. But again, it's repeatedness when you have, to, because I love traditional animation. 
And in traditional animation, you have to draw frame by frame. Yes. And that is a lot of work. Yeah, that's a lot of work. That's a lot of work. <laughs> I did a, um, when I was volunteering at Omnibus Theatre, I did a stop motion animation for their uh, children's class and they they hadn't recorded i say they hadn't shot enough photos so i had to go into photoshop and then kind of actually manually alter the images so i'd have enough frames to make the animation work and that was so unbelievably tiresome <laughs> it's i can I, I feel your pain there yeah yeah oh stop motion is is another one yeah, <laughs> yeah so it's a uh, very very long yeah very long and with me, I personally really like to draw by hand, so I don't, I don't like to create animation in a very, very digital way, where you, where you know, where you use the mouse and your keyboard and everything. I like to draw by hand, so I'm making my life harder. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, <laughs> so it's because uh, the thing is, you only know what's gonna. What you enjoy and what works for you after you've kind of tried it so i think that's the whole point about art it, it is kind of finding a way to express yourself that makes uh, the act of expression joyful itself uh so if uh, animation was a bit well tiresome. i know animation is tiresome but yeah it's kind of if you find it tiresome it, it doesn't really surprise me there are there any books films albums that you would kind of recommend people checking out that you've either, either kind of encountered during lockdown or, or, or recently that um that you think more people I should know about didn't really think about this yeah. but yeah i actually have a book recommendation right now that was a big inspiration for me as well is the adulting manual from katie abby and millie smith so it's it's kind of a self-help workbook as well so yeah, it was it was a high inspiration for me, but it covers a lot more than um, than what I'm working on, and they they cover everything from self esteem to traumas to how to de deal with um, daily tasks as shopping or when you or when you need to go out but you don't really want to meet people because you just have one of those days. Uh, I think it's a it's a very interesting book, and I don't know if it got the right amount of recognition yet. Okay, so that's uh, definitely one I'll be uh, checking out as well. So yeah, just look, is there anything that I haven't asked you that I should have? I think we covered everything, really. Okay, that's great. So um, if you could just let my listeners know where they can find you on the internet, and or yeah, so where they can find your website, social media, and all that good stuff. Yeah, so I have my online shop available with all merchandise, stationery, um, T-shirts, tote bags, everything with my designs and designed by me on uh, tmailshop.square.site. And I have my website is illustrations illustration by tia.wordpress.com and are you on social media uh, as well i know you've got like an instagram account yes uh, i actually have okay. a few <laughs> so the, the, the one that i've i've come across is a tia content creator is that an okay one to yeah that one so i have an instagram my main instagram account is my full name tia yep. gondosh and yeah, I'm guiding my audience to to my other accounts. Okay, sure. There. 
I just like to keep it separate from the comics and from the publication and from everything. Just keep okay, it organized. That's that's uh that's great. So really thank you for coming on and speaking to me today. Um it was really fascinating to hear about your upcoming works and yeah, I think that, that that's that's uh kind of it. Uh any any last words, uh Tia? No, thank you very much for having me. Yeah, I was very excited for this interview and I was very happy that you contacted me. So thank you very much for having me. <laughs> okay, thanks guys. So I've got a couple more of these interviews lined up. That That's it, guys. If you can please uh, follow us on social media, uh, it's See Through Panel Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and um, we don't have a Twitter account yet, but we need, we need to go and sort that out. If you could please use a referral link or donate money to the pod so it just helps keep the lights on. And please review and subscribe if you can. Reviews are really helpful in terms of helping other listeners discover the pod. Thank you, guys, and we'll see you on the other side. Bye. Bye.